I'm Stephanie Howe, co-host of Get Inspired and Innovate, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Shooks and Gif, Season 4, Episode 3. In this episode, I am joined by Brian Briggs, and we share a tool to help those with learning exceptionalities and another to simulate those exceptionalities to help build some empathy, a VR tool, a place to make some pretty cool differentiated learning paths, a way to edit video on a Chromebook for free, and a bunch of games and activities for the winter and holiday break. Welcome to Shooks and Gif, the podcast where we share edtech treasures we love. Each week, we'll share a tool, podcast, tip, or trick with you, our listeners. We are your hosts, Kim Polishuk and Jen Giffen. Let's give it a go. Hey, Brian. Yes, Jen. What kind of Christmas music do elves like? Oh, I don't know. What kind of music do Christmas elves like, Jen? Rap music. Get it? Like... Oh my gosh, I don't even need to put in my sound effects. Oh, you have it right there for me. Okay. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. Okay, you, you have one. You have one for me. Go. You have bo- okay, listeners, uh, listeners, you get bonus jokes in this. Bonus jokes. Bonus jokes. Okay, what do you call Santa's little helpers? I don't know, Brian. What do you call Santa's little helpers? Subordinate clauses. Oh, English teachers. I love how about this one? Okay. What did one snowman say to the other? Oh, I know this one. I know this one. I know it. Can I say it? Yes. Do you smell carrots? Yes, that's it! <laughs> okay, okay. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Shooks and Gift Season 4, Episode up to 3 now. It is still Sans Shooks with GIF, and I am joined by another guest co-host who I'm very excited. Um, It's funny, this co-host reached out to me and knew that I was sad that I hadn't recorded in a while. He's such a good friend looking out for my well-being and said, you know, if you wanted to, I'd be happy to be on. And little did he know he was next after Andy, because that was part of the personal joke was on this guy, um, on my list to reach out to. So he beat me to my podposal. Everyone, please welcome from Check This Out, one of my, actually not one of my, my absolute favorite education podcasts to listen to the co-host of the show mr brian briggs brian yay do your fanfare yay yeah, yeah it's more like or you got me no way you got no way. yeah and all those those words you described me you had little in there so yeah it's well, i am not very tall in stature we did My- we did determine that you plus shooks equals ryan o'donnell your co-host that's true. And my tagline is stand next to me. I'll make you make you look taller. That, so, that works. Can I tell you a, a funny story about a short guy? Yeah, this is like totally off topic, but I'm going to tell the listeners too. When I was back in my, short. Back, oh, back, back in my clubbing days, like 4,000 years ago, it feels like, uh, I was at a bar one night and this guy who was probably about five, three, five, four. So not, not a tall guy, the shorter than I am. I'm, I stand about five, five and a half, five, six. And he's walking around with one of those like old school, like huge telephone books. And people are like, what is going on? And people would ask him like, what is that for? And he'd put it on the ground and he'd stand on it and he'd go, chicks dig taller guys. And that guy picked up all night, all night 
long. Oh, it was the goodness. best line I've ever seen. It was awesome. Anyway. Good. Okay, so good. aside from the fact that you are not the tallest man people will ever meet, why don't you tell the listeners if they don't know? I, I, I imagine that a lot. We have a lot of cross listeners, a lot of people who listen to Shooks and Gif and, and check this out. But if they don't know you, Brian, tell us. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Do you um, like potato chips or chocolate chip cookies? What's, would you rather kind of thing? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, my name is Brian Briggs. Uh, I am from Davis, California. That's just outside Sacramento, uh, known for UC Davis. Uh, if you're out there listening, go Aggies. I didn't go there. I wasn't smart enough to get in. Um, I'm, I'm glad my kids have got my wife's brains. Thank goodness for that. That's good. <laughs> um, and, and I was trying to define, like, I just started a new job. Mm-hmm. Um, I am three months in, I am the director of technology. So when I describe myself, I am a former kindergarten teacher, now the director of technology. Right. So the person that you don't want to push all the buttons is in charge of all the buttons. Amazing. So that's right. I, I like to go around and say, I try to, uh, try to break things and then fix them. That's, that's how I okay. Out. Someone, someone needs to be a maker. Someone needs to that's, be the maker. That's me. And I am also the other thing, uh, I'm also the, the, board president for Q. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I figure a, I figure my like can Q is going to come through you. Like you're you're my you're my like I'm like portal. I'm the guy. Did you see that post I did on Twitter when the sticker? I I did. And do you know that one of the Q affiliates has already reached out to me asking me to send them some stickers for can Q? For those of you who don't Perfect. know Q, um it's a wonderful organization in California um that does a great PD. I've I've gone out once. I was supposed to be twice and then well I was supposed to be there on March 17th, 2020. So you do the math. Um, I wasn't able to go, but my joke was always, they have all these affiliates and they have one night where it's affiliate night. And I'm like, I don't have any affiliates. It's like, it's all about California and Nevada, right, Brian? It's just, it's the two states. And then there's also Mass Q and Massachusetts. But I'm like, well, I need to start a Q. So I joked that I was going to start Can Q and then actually made stickers and had, was like planned this little beside the pool party meetup with, because there's Canadians who go down. Like it's a, for us, it's spring break, right? It's March break as we call it. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it didn't happen. But I will be back. I will be back, Hugh, and I will eventually have and my have own. Them. And and I don't know how did you make them scratch and sniff to make them smell like maple. I you know what? I can't reveal all the Canadian secrets. I just I can't. But you know they do. That's but they don't. I know. I laughed when you said that they smell like maple. That's hilarious. All right. So, uh, and again, to go on a little bit about Hugh, like to other people who aren't. From California and Nevada listening. Yeah. It is an ISTE affiliate. So if you just think a smaller version of ISTE mm-hmm. and it's just in kind of the West Coast, but because of this virtual environment, these conferences, anyone can go anywhere. And so like during our recent uh, virtual Q event that there, it was global. And I think that's that. one of the takeaways yeah. of, of these because we are both at ISTE mm-hmm. and yeah. It's just fascinating, like when I was moderating rooms and I'm seeing Indonesia pop up. Right. I'm seeing Japan. And I'm thinking, oh, that is so cool. That's yeah. that's the world of technology, the global span. I love that. And and you know what? Do a little plug because Spring Q is coming up in March, and there's the early bird um, is until the 31st of December. Is that right? If people want to register, I believe so. Because I, so uh, I have it on my. Yeah, it's 149 American dollars, so about 200 Canadian dollars for us Canadian listeners. Um, and it's great PD. I've always said about this. I say, ISTE is like the Oscars. Like, it's huge. It's like everyone knows it. You go. It's so exciting. And, but Q 
is like the Golden Globes. It's like where you're sitting at tables, the champagne's out there. Half half the sessions are like by the pool. It's the bomb. I love it. I don't love that I won't be by a pool. I might sit by my bathtub or something this year. But it is a ton of fun and great learning. That would be awesome. I I put little floaties in it. I should should have a little meetup. We could all come in on Zoom from our tubs. (laughs) Not in our tubs, though. It's not appropriate. But that's a whole whole other kind of show. My hidden, my hidden secret that I'm, I'm hoping for is uh, if I get vaccinated by then, yeah. if we have enough vaccines out, um, go to Palm Springs anyways and be like <gasps> the only one there and just be the one there and go, hey, where's everyone? Oh my gosh. Do my- if, if I could come down and not have to self-isolate for two weeks afterwards, how fun would that be? Like no one there. Oh my gosh, I could bring my kids. Oh, it'd be so fun. Well, yeah, maybe the kid part. Well, they play in the pool. It's super fun. It's a great place anyway. All right, so... Brian always has tons of shares uh, for you, uh, you longtime Shooks and Gift listeners. You know, I often will be like, oh, I heard this one on Check This Out. Um, so I'm sure you have a lot of great things to uh, to share with us today. We threw things in. It was so cute. Brian was like, oh, I'm trying to match mine to yours. I'm like, no, 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 no we don't need to do that. We just like basically vomit ideas onto a page. Oh, aha, look at this. And then we give it a go. So Brian, why don't we let it. age before beauty, you, you can That's- go first. Okay. <laughs> I'll give it a go. I'll awesome. give it a go. Yeah, it was funny because like, and then I would run by, hey, have you shared this one already? And she said, yeah, I'm all, go. Oh! And then I would oh. go, do you share this one? Yeah, go. Oh! And yeah. so trying to find some and, uh, you know, because we, we share a lot alike. We do. But you know what? Sometimes we've double shared. I've been like, have we have we shared this before? I'll share something. Kim's like, I think I shared that in season one. Really? Did we? So, But it's okay. You can always circle back because we're not going to remember everything. And if we should give out prizes maybe. If you ever catch... A Shooks and Gif episode wherein we have double shared in that we say, hey, this is a new thing we found. And you're like, no, you didn't. You shared that before. And you can go back and tell us which episode. I will send you a Shooks and Gif sticker and maybe a CanQ sticker. Who knows? There you go. Mark those words. That's it. That's a guarantee right there when she says that. There we go. Okay. All right, fine. I'll get going. I'll get going. Um, I actually have two here. That oh. That's my problem. I go to when we do check this out. I usually have more than one. But uh, anyways, okay. I'm going to start with this one. Okay. It's. Uh, this one has, has been around for a while. It is called Scene AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you already shared this one? No, I, I know it. I don't. I don't. Well, we might have. I might be sending out stickers, and I'll oh, include some check this out stickers. But I, 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 I stumbled upon this, and I just thought it was absolutely fascinating. Um, and then I was freaked out. So it uses AI in your camera, like on your app. So I pulled it up on my iPad. Yeah. Um, and and I took a photo of myself, and it literally read uh a man 49 with a neutral look on his face and did, did he say you have glasses on did they say you have glasses oh he did say that and oh, then okay. i do like smiling faces and it'd say a man uh looking like with a smiling face and then i do angry and it's a neutral face but anyways you can scan items and like you can walk around with this hold it holding holding up your ipad up and it will say like it will tell you if you're close to something yeah um so or those visually impaired. But I was thinking about just how great that would be for language acquisition for, again, my my kinder background. I'm yeah. thinking of that because it's written on there, too. So, you know, to help them write um, yeah. my one of my uh, when I got my master's degree, my my project was with um, with language acquisition, with word recognition and retention mm-hmm. um, in photos. And so I had a class set of digital cameras and my kids ran around, they took photos, brought them back. And at the time I'd put them into PowerPoint. So we'd have a virtual word wall 
cool. And it, and it would be there. So like basic, the, the, the saying behind my whole project was that the kids label the environment they know. So they're able to keep the words and re retention um, of the photos they're doing. So, and I, and that go, brings me back to the seeing AI that they can take pictures of anything and now it's reading the picture back to them. I love that. You it can... reads text too. I'm seeing here. I'm, I'm yeah. going through the website. It also reads text to people. Do you know if it does it in other languages? I, I have not looked that far. That would have been, that's what my next step I wanted to see because yeah. that would be like think about um, the Spanish um, like learning that might happen in the States and the French learning that might happen here in Canada that you could walk around and like you said the kinders forget kinders like we have students learning in grade five or four French for the first time they could have that language acquisition that way as well I think this is cool and I also thought what about um, students who are on the autism spectrum who may not be able to read emotions well right yeah they can see your face but they may not understand it so this might be a tool that they could use as well that can help. Yeah. And back to the translation, like Google translate does well with that, mm -hmm. but if they had that ability to read it, which, you know, that's it, that totally could be right around the corner. Yeah. Google's in there. Feel that idea. They're totally are because they listen, you know, they listen to the podcast. They listen and, and I have my pixel phone. So it's always listening to me. Oh, see an Apple might be on it now too, with my, with my iPhone 12 that I have anyway. Okay. I love that. I love the seeing AI. Awesome. Now you have yeah, another then, one here. You have another one here. I have, I have another one that I learned this morning on the Twitters from Donnie Pierce. Friend of the show, uh, Donnie Piercy. We love our Donnie Piercy. He shares great and useless stuff. And, and that's right up my alley. Yeah. I think we he's in a pod. I met him once. So hopefully oh, he remembers. I have I have met Donnie a number of times and Donnie once stole my camera when we were in Las Vegas and took um bursts of himself. I think I had four thousand photos of Donnie on my camera, which almost filled my, my camera roll. It was hilarious. That's what makes him so wise. Yep. <laughs> okay. Wise. So what has he shared? Uh, he shared the site called uh, frame VR. Oh, okay. So it is a virtual, I I'm big in VR and yeah. virtual environment. So it is this virtual environment that you can create. Um, what I like about it, if you're thinking your classroom, you can add PDFs to here. It has a whiteboard that you can do, and then you just move around with your keyboard. And so, like, you're walking around in this virtual world. So um, like Co-spaces? It's a lot like co-spaces, but for me, see what? Yeah, for me, co-spaces co had a few more hoops to jump through, it okay. seemed, like creating. This one, the user interface, to me, seems more user-friendly. Um, and again, you set up these frames that you can walk around and they're a great sense of support. And Donnie posted on Twitter today that his kids got in on Chromebooks and were able to use this. Oh, wow. And so, those, like Donnie, for those of you who don't know, Donnie teaches the fifth grade. So like, these are, this is like yeah. low floors. Oh yeah. Look at this. Yeah. So there, you like can a put a little your, museum. Yeah. It, it's like a museum. And then on different walls, there's a whiteboard that you can go with tools you can turn on your webcam. You can screen share on one of the walls, and then again, you can run or you can roam around. And it has three D models, and you can do uh, like virtual tours within here. Oh um, my, my next step I want to know is: is it compatible? Oh, I'm sure it is. It is it compatible with Oculus Quest? Because I have an Oculus. Mm -hmm. um, you probably just go into the web format within Oculus and then work it around okay. through there. Well, yeah, yeah, this is cool. Like I, this screams hyperdocs to me. 
Yes. Embedding something like this in a hyperdoc for that explore section of the hyperdoc, I think is just would be so powerful. Yeah, this is one that it's it's sort of it's sort of one of those shares I love to the, when Shooks and I share it. It's like you need to see this. And you're like, good thing it's a podcast. So I, I definitely <laughs> check the show notes for this one because there are a lot of really neat things that I think students could get into. But like you said, you don't need the fancy stuff. Like even you don't even need a Google uh, Cardboard. You could just you could do it on like, here like, on your screen. Yeah, like I'm doing it right here on the Mac, and I'm and I love that it's um, Chromebook compatible because we have a ton of Chromebooks I know in my district. Yeah. Very so again, cool. yeah. Thanks to Donnie for sharing that out. Thanks, That's Donnie cool Piercy, you jerk. <laughs> All right. So my first share today is called Funkify. Have you ever seen this before, Brian? Mm-mm. I no. learned about this from, oh, did I give credit in my notes here? Let me check. Let me check. I don't want to not give credit. Uh, yeah, it was John Sawash. John Sawash, who, by the way, um, I'm in a fantasy football pool with, and I kicked his butt a few weeks ago. Just going to throw it <laughs> <in there>. um, <laughs> anyway, I, I think I did. And then did he beat me? He may have actually beat me too, so maybe I shouldn't be that cocky. Uh, he posted, if you don't follow John, he's a fantastic follow. He puts out a great um, newsletter. I think it's a monthly newsletter, and he's like, hey, here's some clicks you should do. It's not overwhelming. It's I love how clean his newsletter is. He's at J-R Sawash, S-O-W-A-S-H. I think I'm saying his last name properly. Um, Sawash. And Sawash, yeah. Have you met him, Brian? Have you met him? Yes. Yeah, I met uh, Google Chicago. Oh, there, did I meet him at Google Chicago? I don't know. Maybe I met him. I don't remember Maybe. meeting him. Is that weird? I was too starstruck by, by meeting you there. That's where Chicago. I was like, oh my God, there's Jen. I know. That's what we met. We got to like the hug in real life. Remember hugging? It was so nice. Um, Anyway, this was in his and it is a, it's called Funkify. It's a disability simulator for the web. So Brian, go ahead and install this really quickly and you'll see what it does. It will simulate how people with various exceptionalities and disabilities feel. And as someone who I'm positive has a mild case of ADHD, and Brian, you've talked about your ADHD, and the mother of a child with ADHD, I thought this was very cool, especially for teachers, um, to understand what our students might be going through when they are experiencing our online learning environments. So you can, there's a free one, you can download a, a Chrome app, and when you turn on the Chrome app, you can choose, okay, what... Um, what disability do I want to experience? So I'm going to find it. I do not like the new, for the love, Google. Here's my for the love for the, uh, uh-huh. I hate the new way they do extensions. I can, I just want, yeah. them, I, I can't ever find anything because I'm like, where, where is it? Is it alphabetized? I don't know where it is. I don't, I don't yeah. see anything. Does it drive you crazy too? Like, it's like, oh, yeah. these have permissions. These don't have, for sure. I just, I don't get it. Google, please change it back for the love. Change it back. <laughs> I don't like the post. Anyway, so here I am. Okay, so I, I was on a trial so I actually can't try it again but when you turn on the um, the simulator I chose the one for ADHD and I turned it on and I just tried to go about my work and it simulated what it would be like for a student with ADHD on that site so there were all of these pop-ups and bells and whistles and background noises and it just gave me real empathy for what my own child must feel especially 
when we're in remote learning because of course it's based in the computer so if you want to see like why can't this kid concentrate and you want to build some empathy i really suggest you jump in they have a whole bunch of of different simulators it's not just adhd that just happens to be the one um, near and dear to my heart because of my own child but they have um, a dyslexia simulator they have vision simulators motor simulators so this is where you try to touch on you know with your mouse on the screen and you can't so that frustration you might feel to build empathy for our learners who have these needs I think it's, it would be really great PD uh, for teachers and again like you do it is paid but there is a free trial so even if you had people try it in just a one-time PD are you do you have it open there Bri? yeah I do it, it's fascinating because I do have a few of these learning difficulties mm -hmm. um I, again which one's adhd one because i have that if you go into cognitive uh-huh um it's one of the when you click it it's one of the sub ones that's where i uh -oh. found it in the in the app or sorry in the okay. extension rather so yeah so i i have dyslexia mm -hmm. i am also have partial color blindness oh and then i, I, I have a, a oh there's about i also have a reading comprehension disorder so um the the it, this is fascinating because the dyslexia i'm looking at it and i'm thinking yeah this is right that's it that's see i think it really speaks to it and I, I think it would be a really great thing even to show our students should if we have students with these exceptionalities and say is this how you're feeling and even to get them to do like i'm thinking writing prompts for them or you know audio like it, it doesn't all have to be writing right we get on a flip grid and we we say like how does this experience compare to you? And when we, we can bring that student voice into that teacher learning then. I just thought it was really cool to, to really walk the walk. Like we go back to, you know, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird and Atticus Finch saying, you don't know a man until you've walked a mile in his skin. And um, and, and I think like definitely from that, that novel, that's what I, one of the things that I took from it was, was that, that idea to build that empathy. I think, I mean, for me, I'm looking at this thinking of like, you just mentioned like professional development. This is a great way to start off. Um, like again, with equity, talking equity yeah. and, uh, accessibility. So I, I do try to stand up for students with disabilities because, uh, that, that was me. Yeah. Um, so I mean, this would be a great thing to, you know, I wish I can remotely turn it on to like a, a group of them at once yeah. and, and, and to do that. But again, just to, like you said, put put yourself in their shoes, uh, yeah. someone or even like a student that is not aware that they have a learning disability, um, because that's I didn't know I had uh, dyslexia until I got into college. Oh, see, I was, uh, I was in 11th grade when one of my teachers was like, um, hey, do you notice it's mild? But it, I flip words that make sense and I flip numbers. All of a sudden, my 48s turn into 84s and I've always had trouble with phone numbers. Like I remember them, but I don't always dial them properly. Yeah, and then and the person goes, "Do you always read with your finger underneath the word?" Mm -hmm. and I said, "I have to. Uh, if not, they yeah." So, but yeah, this this is this is amazing. So, yeah. way cool. very cool. Okay, that's that's my first share. Go on to your second. What right, you got? My next one is my next one's from John Sowash. It's called Funkify. Oh, that's a repeat. <laughs> and not those stickers. No, uh, the next one. This next one, I'm again, this is another one like seeing AI, but mm -hmm. I'm late to the party on this one too. It's called Deck Toys. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you've seen this. I feel, like uh, I, I feel like I've seen a lot. But what I love about these, even when we, if, we, if we've shared this before, I think I've seen it, but I don't know that we've shared it. Sometimes they do go on my list too, and I don't remember, um, is sometimes they, they pivot. So even if we've shared something, 
you know, two seasons ago, they're like, oh, now there's this new feature, right? Look at how much it's grown. But no, I don't, I don't know if we have shared this one. Go ahead. Tell us about it. And, and for some reason, I don't know why my links aren't working. I installed yeah. that app and now I can't click It's on. working here. Duck Toys is working here. Okay. So I'm just going to pull that up, uh, the site to explain it to myself. Okay. Okay, so Deck Toys, what it is, it's almost, it, it reminds me a lot of Nearpod in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, you go to one slide and then, you know, that the, your students are seeing as you're going along and putting activities. The, but this here, it kind of puts it in like a game mode in a way. And going back to what you said before about HyperDocs, I can see this going with HyperDocs too. Because within this program, within this game that you set up, is you can differentiate. You can split your, you know, your choose your own adventure type. Uh, if you get this question right, it goes this way. If not, it goes this way. So there are a lot of great features in this, and it's putting it in kind of in the gaming format. And so there is an example here. Um, hold on, I'm going to refresh my notes because. I have seen this before. I have, and I just searched the notes. I don't think we have shared it. I have, I don't, I don't see it on the website anywhere. It is really cool. Yeah, you, it is. It's just a choose your own adventure, but really like super easy on the the teacher side to be yeah. like, okay, here you go. When we talk about that, giving student choice and voice and saying, okay, here's what you need to do. Would you rather do it? Would you want to learn it this way? Or do you want to learn it this way? And so there's some prep on the teacher end, but I figure when you've been teaching a while and, and you've gathered some resources and curated a lot, you have that. I'd like first first time teaching through something. This may not be the time to use deck toys, but if you're looking and you have a lot of resources already, it's a great option. Yeah, it's a great tool. And like again, on here on that one link uh, under lesson path for lesson design, learning path for lesson design. Yeah, it does show the different type of responses. Mm-hmm. So you can do quick polls. You can up. They can have uploads, voices in beta. So if they submit a voice. Oh, cool. Um, web links. And then again, the one thing I really like is, you know, you can break them off into different like avenues. So um, it's still kind of like yeah, shoots and ladders, shoots and yeah, shoots and ladders. Um, kind of like a game, a game board. So you have to go points to point. But you know, uh, if you fall down the chute, you go a different one. So there's different paths of this. And then on here, there was an example. This is really um, great so, for mastery, right? It'd be really great for mastery learning. Yeah. Uh, there's an example there someone created for a Home Alone Christmas special. Oh, fun. So you're, yeah, you're Kevin in Home Alone and you have to go through these little points. Yeah. Ah, I just did the Home Alone oh. face for those of you who can't see me. <laughs> um, and so I'm looking here at pricing because I always like to look at the pricing. The free, yeah. the free version gives you two classrooms up to three private decks. You can create up to 100 private decks, but you can assign two per classroom at a time. You can have 40 students per classroom. So I don't see someone using this a ton, but that's definitely doable for a term or semester. And I wonder if once you create one, you share it out, and then you can pull it back when you're done with it. And it's sort of like seating versus like numbers. So it- yeah, and so I just added that one more link on there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a gallery. You can see what people have created already. Oh, neat. Um, yeah, so there's two pages of them, which is great. But again, like I said, I could totally see this. Like if you incorporate uh, HyperDocs with this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would, be, it would be really cool. So there's a, a cool one looks like Donkey Kong for Netiquette. So, oh, don- Donkey Kong for Netiquette. That's something that I never thought I would hear, but I, I love it. Yeah, all these right. examples are really cool. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you, so, you need to check this out, people. See what I did there? You need to check this out, see what I did. Check, 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 check it out! <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I need a soundboard, man. Is that your roadcaster? Yeah, it is. Yeah, see, that's, we had one on order for my learning commons and then March 13th. Okay. Uh, I just ordered something. I think it arrived today. <gasps> I'm going to share. On, Do an unboxing. Um, do an unboxing right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If I, I don't know if that was him who came to the door. Um, okay. But uh, I'm going to share it on. Check this out, so I I can share it with you because I know Ryan's not going to listen to this because he doesn't listen to me. Okay. Um, so you're trying to share it's a it's that stream deck. Have you seen those stream decks? No. Elgato stream decks. Um, it's really cool. So it's a it's like a it's like a, it looks like a soundboard, but it has like 15 buttons on it. I thought it'd been great for if I had a classroom, because if you're presenting virtually, if you wanted to bring up a, a screen, yeah. take some front loading, but you just click a button and it would I'm bring it up. I'm looking at this now. That is very and I, cool. I think you can assign sounds to them. That's what I want to test out. Um, and they're not but like one of, there, one of those, one of the buttons on there is if you're doing like, it's a lot of streamers are using it. And if you want to do like a pre, like, hey, check me, check this out on on Twitter, da da da, you can program that on a button. So as soon as you click it, it will automatically push that out on social media. Very so, cool. Yeah, yeah, I learned that from one of the presenters at uh, ISTE. I, I said, "What is that you're using there?" And then she shot me a, a message back on Twitter. She goes, "It's this. It's the greatest thing since I've, you know, been teaching online all the time." Oh, I. I was waiting to pull the trigger and I finally did. So I, I did order one. There you go. I, I have it here. Amazon Canada, $199. So if you're really into being a, like a gadget geek, much like Mr. Briggs and I, this might be <laughs> on your, your holiday wish list. I love that. That's very so, cool. Okay. Back, back at the task at hand. So that's deck toys. Love deck toys. Um, de- it's definitely evolved since I saw it. I saw it, it must've been over a year ago. I, I have it on my list of things to share. I've never got to it, but it's come a long way. They didn't have as many examples. So that's, that's key there. Choose your own adventure for the digital world. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to actually skip ahead one and I'm going to go to one. I just found out this morning. I was tagged, uh, by friend of the show. Um, Don Kemble. Don teaches in York region with Kim and I, and he thanks, actually, <laughs> hi, thanks Don. Um, he, tagged Miguel, uh, I think you pronounce his name Gulin, G-U-H-L-I-N. He shared out this very cool tool and it is called uh, RecordCast or RecordCast. I don't know what, potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Have you seen this, Brian? I have not seen this. I'm checking it out now. Uh, Friends, it is free video editing online and it's good. It's good. I tried it this morning. It's, it's, a step above basic. So I know in our last show with Andy, we talked about um, editing tools and I, I talked about edit on Screencastify. It's one step a little bit beyond that because here's what you can do. It's totally free. You can record. I, I didn't see any time limits um, in here at all. You can trim you can add, they have cool little um, transitions and some of them are quite animated. Some, some of them are simplistic. You can insert your own video. So you can insert multiple videos and do some very basic. Think we video, watered down a bit, but totally yeah. free, watered down and free on a Chromebook. Oh, that's the, that's the key right there. Yeah. 
So they talk about, you know, boost student learning. You can put, you can do, you, you have different tracks. So your, your first track can be the audio, one track can be video, and then one can be pictures. So you can have their cool like transition slides. And then over top of that, you could put like a sticker of CanQ, for example. The one thing, now I only, literally this was this morning before I started teaching. So I had five minutes to jump into it. I'm like, I'm sharing this. I'm sharing this today, this afternoon after uh-huh. school. When we record, I'm totally doing this. Um, and I jumped in. The only thing I couldn't find, so I use Camtasia and I've, I've shared that before. And what I love about Camtasia is that I can like zoom in and I can have different transitions and effects. It doesn't have that. It's not that robust, but it does do your, um, your webcam. It can do your screen or you can import your own videos from elsewhere. So let's say you record them on an iPad or on you know your phone or wherever it happens to be. You can bring those in. I just think it's a really cool option for people who are looking to have students share, especially right now with a lot of us being you know virtual, remote, hybrid, whatever it happens to be, um, where we can't see students in person if we wanted them to do some recording. It's a tool that they can access. There doesn't, I had to log in, but I think I can log in as a guest if I'm not, I could be lying about that though. Okay, go ahead, Brian. You've looked at it for a little bit now. Yeah, this is cool. Can I, I'm gonna, am I able to share my screen? Yeah, share share your screen with me. I have not turned off. We're we're meeting on a Google Meet for this, and then I'm just pulling the sound from it. Okay, so let me know when you can Bing. see it. It's I can spinning. see the screen. Oh look! Oh, I, oh, I, I see the beautiful graphic of the twelve days of winter fun. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Nice. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. We're dancing. That's awesome. So what Brian has done is he took um, the graphic. If you follow Brian or I on on Twitter, you've seen that we've been sharing along with Andy from the last show. And I guess I'm going to have to have OD on and then finish up the trifecta. Um, And Ryan O'Donnell, we've been doing this 12 days of winter fun, just different activities you can do leading up to the break. You've seen a lot of advent calendars and stuff. And he took the the video that I that I made as sort of our Twitter image and then just overlaid that music. And he did that in the like three, four minutes that I was talking. Yeah, I just imported those in. There was files on my desk. And uh, now I'm going to go back in and do some uh, splitting and some transitions and see how that goes. But yeah, but this, easy, is, right? this is way cool. I know. I, I really like this. So that's called record or record cast. I, I guess it's record because you're not on a record. Do you have a scratchy record sound nearby? No, I don't. because. Well, that was mine. Did you hear it? Apparently that's how I think it sounds. It doesn't. Um, so I guess recordcast.com. So thanks, Don Kemble, for bringing that to my attention. <laughs> He's laughing at me. That's right. That's not me. That was Ryan. Oh, oh that's be- Ryan's like crazy. I remember that episode. So the, so Brian really likes to tease Ryan and, and take sound extracts. And there was this one time that Ryan was just losing it. And I remember I was driving, as I often am when I'm listening to podcasts. And I almost drove off the road laughing so hard at at Ryan laughing because he was just like Ryan's a big man and he just like was like giddy like a little schoolgirl. it was so cute and he likes to make himself laugh that's what's even he better he does <laughs> anyway this is I'm gonna have to borrow this and do it you're gonna check this out this you is know awesome. what we we've talked about that in fact in a vox last night uh Brian or Ryan's race sent something out saying like oh you know that was cool should like I don't know should I mention it because it was mentioned on your show and is it weird because we have same listeners and I don't think there's anything wrong with that like I there's certain podcasts that I listen to and I glean a lot and together is better and if we you know? duplicate it do I have to send out stickers 
You, oh, yes, you do. They they have the cutest little stickers. Where did you guys get those made? Fiverr? Uh, yeah, I had a guy on Fiverr. I love it. Yeah, they, they have this really funny shot of them wearing their hats sideways, and they got it, like, cartooned up. It was so cute. I love it. It's actually, when I get a sticker, I have a sticker board, but certain stickers make the cover of my laptop, and it is there. Yes. It is yes. there. Okay, what's your share number two? Well, that was my number. Your number. I oh, went sorry. first. I'm sorry. Your share number three. So you've you've done seeing AI. You did a little bit of frame VR. You did some deck toys. You have you it. still? Oh, that's it. Okay. So I have some other stuff down here. So I'll I'll go. Um, you know what? I had one thing on here, but I might keep it in the interest of time for the next episode because it's a bit of a long share. So I might might save it if I don't know. Like Andy Part Two is is coming out. So it was originally supposed to be on with Andy. So I might. I might stop there. Okay, here's what we'll do then. Why don't you talk about, we've alluded to it there, the 12 days of winter. Do you want to talk about that? That people can go back to it. I, in fact, depending on when we release this show, it either released on Friday, the tweet, or is releasing on Friday if it comes out before December the 18th. We'll see when I get this out. I used to do it on Tuesdays, and then I accidentally launched one because I don't know how to use my podcasting tools apparently and I scheduled it and then I changed the time and it defaulted to the next day so it released early and I found out about my podcast releasing through somebody else's tweet I was like I did I released an episode but anyway um, we have been doing the 12 days of winter they're all going to be uh, released on a single doc with all of the links on Friday the uh, 18th of December um, at about I think I scheduled it for about 10 in the morning but Brian, why don't you tell our lovely listeners what we uh, put together as, as fun for us and we thought others might enjoy. Yeah, again, it just just some moments of joy to share this time to get, you know, it's the festive time of year. Um, it kind of a spur of the moment kind of thing we threw together because we did this last year uh, with more of creating. And Ryan and I started it like three years ago or four years ago. We did it on, I really liked it was digital storytelling. Mm-hmm. So wait do it different ways each day and it, it's great in the world in this world we're in because you see them resurface so like last year we did the ugly sweater you know to create yeah. an ugly sweater. Yeah. i saw that on someone else's this year i'm all oh that's my awesome. god hey wait that's our bitmojis on that sweater that's so awesome. again yeah just ways to be creative during this time and we know it's especially this year uh being remote in the classroom is just kind of uh, you're running to that finish line to finish yeah. out. Oh, we were, I, my students were running to that finish line three weeks ago, like literally three Fridays ago. They're like, miss, is this the last week? I'm like, no, we have three more weeks left. We're going to be okay. We can do it. And inside I was like, oh, I feel your pain. I yeah. Really feel so your pain. yeah, exactly. That's it. Not just for your students, for yourself as you know, just to kind of like making those bitmoji classrooms, giving that moment of release where you can just be creative for a moment or spur some ideas that you can bring in by doing it yourself and then thinking a lot of times like what we do is how can I incorporate this in my own class so that's kind of some of the ideas so it's 12 days uh, that we're sharing out for this winter yeah and we have things in here like uh, uh, you've done the bitmoji classroom Brian just talked about it he created a bitmoji wonderland that you could add to it's a collaborative slide deck I did something about um, I found actually online I gave credit for emojis Christmas songs as emojis um, mm-hmm. and then I, I did this really cool activity where you sort of have a magic reveal that I learned from uh, Meredith Akers love Meredith and then Tony Vincent shared it at ISTE and I thought oh this is a great tool I'm gonna I'm gonna share this one out and so we did that um, there's there's things 
Brian or Ryan did one about having teachers recreate Bitmoji. So find a Bitmoji that you like and take your own picture like live action and then maybe put that on remove BG and stick yourself in as you know, the variants on the Bitmojis we use all the time. Um, there, uh, Andy shared this really cool thing about Snowflake Bentley. Um, so this Wilson Bentley guy and how he took pictures of snowflakes and it became this this thing. And it's a cool way to look at, at winter and, and how we might um, sort of see the art in a season that sometimes gets a little bit of, of hate. <laughs> it's not so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not so. Um, snow globe stuff in there. I did a digital breakout that we shared. Uh, coming up, so sneak peek or maybe release, depending again if I accidentally release this podcast. Um, we... Uh, OD yesterday, Ryan sent me a, sort of a, a different version to make it easier and more accessible for Jeopardy. So we know that the Canadian hero Alex Trebek passed away not too long ago. So, and and you can find Jeopardy boards, but sometimes they're complex. But he's he's stripped it down and made it more easy. Created a template and a YouTube tutorial that's going to go out. And then our I'll, I'll keep our final one a secret, but it's always a, a favorite in the Giffen household that Andy has shared as we uh, go in for those of us who celebrate Christmas to help us with that sort of magic and spirit. I think, and actually, I think it's coming up as Alex's, the last episode he recorded. Yeah, I think it is too. I think, what date is that on? You know what? Let's, are you going to do a quick search for that for us? Are you going in? I saw you headed for your keyboard. Um, I would say nothing like ending a show on a downer. I know. Well, we know. I'm, I'm going to share one more thing. I'm going to share another thing. We can't, we can't, we can't end with the poor death of Alex Trebek, but oh man, what a guy, right? What a guy. And I love that there's like not, that I've heard of. There hasn't been any kind anything salacious or, you know, he's just a guy that loved his trivia. And I'm a girl who loves my trivia. So I totally get it. Totally get it. OK, well, will you find the date for Alex? I will go to the very last thing I think we're going to share here um, today is I this holy moly. I decided I knew that there were a lot of people who um, were probably looking for some fun in the last week. I know that I teach um, online. 45 minute sessions and those last couple of days I'm like I don't know are, are kids going to to be here are they not let's let's do some fun stuff to build community because we keep talking about those relationships and how they're so important and and let's do this and and I tweeted out I curated first a folder full of different board games in Google Slides. So I found them from all over. A lot of them were Ryan O'Donnell. A lot of them were Sandra Chow, a good friend who teaches at the Keystone Academy in Beijing, a friend of both Brian's and mine, actually. Um, Brian and Sandra were in the Innovator Academy for Google together in Mountain View in 2014. Is that right? Yeah, 14. We yeah, because you guys are old. Well, she's not that old. She's the same age as me. But And then she, she used to teach in Toronto, so we were very connected here. Good friends. I, I miss her terribly. Um, but I got from there and then a few other people, and I just literally curated them and threw them all into a, a, a folder, and I'll share the folder out. And I said, you know what? People might want this. And I, and I put it out as part of a Ditch Book uh, Twitter chat last week on Monday or no, on Thursday rather, and then it got some traction, whatever, but I'd also scheduled it because I'm like, you know what? People might be looking for things on the weekend, so I scheduled it to go out on Saturday or Sunday. And holy cow, this thing took off. It has like over 2,000 likes, 500 week retweets. It's gone. It, the reach on it, when I look at, I love looking at Twitter activity. I love the like the analytics of it, not because I'm like, oh, look what I did, but like the reach that we have. And like, literally all I did was go through my Google Drive and because I curate everything, I'm a librarian at heart. Um, this has had 207,000 impressions 
Um, wow. Sorry, yeah, 207, 402,000. Like, that's crazy. So I love that because there's been teachers who have written back, one in particular, who said, my favorite part of this was, to, she teaches fully online, and she said, my favorite part of this was that today my grade threes decided not to, like, quote, go out for recess, like, leave their computers, but they stayed and they played games with one another. And that warmed my heart. I'm like, oh, for the, you know, the hour it took me to go through my drive and find the games and then reformat some. And um, the only thing I asked, please file, make a copy. I'm getting a lot of, a lot of requests for edit. Um, Just remember if you do share it, that you're more than welcome to, they were shared with me. They are not mine. They were shared by people who said, share them far and wide. Um, So just go to file, make a copy. A few people asked about, um, oh, we have iPads and every time they try to touch something, it changes the size of it. So I'm I'm sorry. I I don't have time to dive in and and do that at this point because I'm I'm still teaching myself, but I'm sure you can find tutorials about how to like overlay things and and make that work for them. But it's a really great um, folder full of tons. Like there's Battleship, there's Connect Four, there's Blockus, Monopoly, the Ontario edition. Thank you, Sandra. Snakes and Ladders, Trouble, Chess, um, a bunch of math games. So like there's, there's something in there for everybody, for and I, everybody. I was just saying, I think um, John Sowash, I'm not 100% sure. I think he also just released like uh, five games to play with Jamboard. Yes, so. he did. He did. In fact, I think I have it linked in there because as I, as people have been sharing more, I have a document in there if there's extra links that just say, and here's others. One guy shared, oh my gosh, I need to talk about this. He, during the, the the first shutdown, so back in March, went through and just found online games, not necessarily in slides. And there's like almost, I think, 200 games in there. There's like where to play backgammon online, where to play. And then he says what kind of game it is. And it is, if you are a gamer, my friends, it is like our, there's your Christmas holiday. You're welcome. Bye. We'll see you in January. <laughs> like, enjoy your winter. Yeah. So it's, it, I love stuff like that. I love the power of the PLN to, to change sort of people's trajectory for this week when they were kind of down to have that fun time with their students. And then hopefully the students can learn how to, to do it. And then they can go take it home and do some family fun. Cause there's a lot of families that are going to have a really different holiday season this year and not be able to be with the ones they love. I know that on boxing day, do you know boxing day, Brian, do you know what boxing day is? That when you go in the backyard and box? Oh my gosh. You're so <laughs> no, Boxing Day is on the 26th of um, December. We celebrate it here in Canada. It's from the UK. It's a British holiday. And it's it's a stat holiday here. And we used to drive up on Boxing Day. We would rent an RV and drive up to my aunt's farm. And we would sleep that my, my husband and I, and then one of my cousins, and depending on which cousin it was, either wife or girlfriend, would sleep in the RV. The kids would sleep inside in, in their room. And it, it was like, <laughs> we used to call it the... Um, uh, what was it? The the Giftwalds. <laughs> we would show up, show up in our in our RV for Christmas. Um, we could go in and use everything. We just need extra beds. But anyway, we'd go up there for like three days, and we would sit and we would play games and laugh and do puzzles. And the kids would have way too much screen time. My husband watched Taken with them one year when they were like five and seven. I'm like, this is not a movie for children. He's like, he didn't even notice they were in the room. It was like all all rules are gone. But anyway, we won't have this this year, right? Because of course we're keeping our distance and to keep everyone safe and and that so maybe people can get on zooms or google meets or whatever platform you want we are all quite well versed in them now and and have some family fun that they would would have normally but still be able to carry on certain traditions albeit virtually very good that'd be fun okay did you find alex's last date uh it is january 8th Oh, okay, so yeah, it's still a bit, but probably yep. might we. This might be the last one before the last episode before uh, we we have that. So yeah, well, we'll put that in the show notes. Okay, yeah. do you have any last 
nuggets of I, wisdom shares or ahas for us? I've never have wisdom. Um, <laughs> there's this last link. I don't know if you've seen it. Did you? See, I I shared on my show uh, that I've been really annoying with this app called the Reface app. You really have um, been. Have you played with that? I have. I have played there, with it. So like I'll do random ones. Like I I have Ryan's face or I have family members' face, and I put them in the deep fake app. So there's me as Elf. That's down awesome. There. So for those of you who don't so, know Reface, it is a lot of fun. It it is that it's a it's a deep fake app. You can take someone's you take a picture of them and then you put it on and it'll put them in different like movie characters or famous people. And yes, this it all it doesn't really look like you though because you don't have your glasses on. Well, yeah, I noticed if you do wear glasses and you use this, take your glasses off because the oh, glasses okay. throw off. Oh, there so, you go. Okay, so yes, yeah, yeah. so for someone like me who always wears glasses, I think that people will be like, "Who is that person?" But for yeah, it is funny. It like that's totally your face. Yeah, so it is hilarious. So it, I'll yeah. I'll just send random texts of them. So maybe you'll get some random oh, texts from me. I like me. random text messages. Yeah, try reface. It is a lot of fun, especially because you can put if you have pictures of other people, you can put their picture in, and freak I them out. It. And at first yeah. you don't realize. At first you're like, oh, "Okay, yeah, it's Will." Fer Hold on, Will Ferrell looks kind of. Oh, that's not Will Ferrell's face. That yeah. that's Brian Briggs. That's me. Oh, that's so funny. That's so good. Where's okay. the wisdom? My words of wisdom, uh, enjoy your holidays. Yeah. Uh, and what, what I was going to say, I, I think in, I'm going to issue in this household is a digital detox. Um, yeah. And just, I have the access to the Wi-Fi and I'm just going to kill the Wi-Fi at certain times and I keep it off. A, that's a good idea. And I think I, I need someone to do that for me because we're pretty, our kids are still little enough that we can really control that. Um, Although two of my kids are getting iPads for Christmas. One already has one. They're going to go bananas. I hope they don't listen to the show. Um, and they, uh, they're going to get that. So that'll be very exciting for them. So we're going to have to have some battles. But yeah, it's even me. Like it's that killing of the time. Like, okay, I guess I'll just sit on the computer and do this or I'll get onto Twitter. But disconnect, grab a book. How much, how much time do you get off? Two weeks. Two you weeks. get two weeks? Yeah. Do you get two weeks? Uh, I'll be working over the break. I got, yeah, oh. I got a lot of Yeah, I got a lot of Okay, well, you need to unplug. Turn off your Wi-Fi. No, I get the full two weeks. I've told my students I will not be giving them any homework, and I will not be um, doing anything myself. I will not, I'm actually going to turn off my work email on my cell phone so that even if I get anything, and I have my out-of-office already set up, if I get anything, it's going to say, no, I'll be back on the 4th. Those who need me in an emergency have other means to get in touch with me, so... We'll see. But the one thing I would suggest, and I, I've done this, maybe this is a note to leave it on, maybe not the most positive, but I did put a crisis hotline on there um, in my auto reply because you never know when a student is going to be in need and you're the caring adult in their life. So leaving some resources for them um, in an auto replied rather than just, hey, I'm gone for the holidays. Uh, you never yeah. know who you could help in those situations. So take care then, of yourselves. Can I ask one last question? Of course. For you, for you, yes. Jen Giffen. Yes. Uh, where is the one place you want to go when we're able to travel again? Oh my I'll goodness. leave it up. My list is so long and it really, it depends. Like, like I win a trip you, or I just get to go wherever I want. You go to one place. What is the first place you can go? And then you can't go for like the rest of the year. Okay. So here's the thing. Like, do I have to pay for it? Am I winning a trip? I'm going to give it to you. You and the Giffen, the Giffenwalds. Where? I'm, I'm going to Brian Briggs' house. I'm coming to California. I'm coming to Davis, <laughs> California. 
<laughs> no, you know what's on my bucket list? On my bucket list, um, for sure, I, I've never been to Paris. I've been three times to France, never actually into Paris, always on the outskirts of France because I've been in other neighboring countries. Um, I would love to go down and do a wine tour of in South America of Chile and Argentina. Uh, I think that would be awesome. But if I had to stay local, you know, there's a lot of places in Canada. Calgary is on my list. I've been before, but I have lots of friends I would love to go and see out there. And then a few a few different places around the States. Before we got on, I was talking about Lake Tahoe. I would love to come to California. I've never been to Tahoe. I've been to California a couple of times. But. You know, my favorite place in Tahoe that I'd take you to? Have you ever seen the movie? Have you ever seen the movie The Godfather? Yes. The house is that house that they lived in is there. I mean, you can go tour that house. Oh, that'd be super fun. I would love that. Yeah. Okay, there. Fun. See, this is why I'm coming to Davis. Okay, where's yours? Where are you going? I don't travel. <laughs> you, you need to come to Moose Jaw. Uh, yes, I'm going to go see Brian Carpenter in Moose Jaw. And we me. Go... Apparently, we both live there, apparently. <laughs> I, I want to I see him on his morning walk at morning at five and like jump out of the trees and just like start walking with them. And I'll wear leg warmers <laughs> and like tights. And, he like, would love that. Dolphin right <laughs> he would love that do you know what uh I'll, I'll put that out here right now if you don't follow brian carpenter he's amazing i i love him as a follow he gets up every morning at 5 a.m local and he does a walk and he listens to podcasts and he then will do a little video but this is what i learned and, and, and recounts it so it's like i call him blinkist for for podcasts and it, it's a really quick summary and then you're like oh that sounds good and you can listen there's been some episodes that he's talked about that i've listened to and i would i i've never met brian in person um, we've connected online a lot, yeah. but this, uh, Brian, this is my podposal to you. I would, uh, until Shooks gets back, I need a co-host and I would love to have you on one episode because you listen to so much. You'd have so many things to share. So hit and, me up on the DMS and let me know. And Brian, be careful. One of these days, you're going to see some guy <laughs> looking like Richard Sim Simmons jumping out of the trees, following behind you, sweating to the oldie. <laughs> Too bad. He'll be in Moose Jaw and not in British Columbia. <laughs> All right, Brian, thank you so much for being on. Have a very Merry Christmas because I know you do celebrate. Um, I, I adore you and I'm so glad that you were here. It was nice to see your face. It's so nice to be here. I'll see you on Voxer. You sure, well, you'll hear me on Voxer, but yeah, or we'll, we'll, we'll type on Voxer and drive Ryan O'Donnell crazy. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. I have no idea how long this episode was. I don't even care. Maybe you listened in double time. Um, have a very, very restful break. Like we said, unplug, dream about where you might go, and uh, we will see you or listen, hear you, reach out to you, talk to you, connect, hopefully in real life, be able to hug people in the new year. All the best, everyone. That's it for this week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you think others might enjoy some of this learning, please give us a rating. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found at shooksandgif.com. That's S-H-U-K-E-S-A-N-D-G-I-F-F.com. As always, we would love to hear your ahas on the Anchor app. On our website, on the embedded Flipgrid, or by tweeting at us, sending us an email, or talking to us in real life. I'm Kim Polishuk, and I can be found on Twitter at Kim Polishuk. And I'm Jen Giffen, and I can be found at Virtual GIF with two Fs. Thanks for listening to Shooks and GIF. And as always, have an aha, give it a go. Shooks and GIF is a proud member of Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here. For more great content, go to voiceed.ca.